Righto, you legends, before we rip into another episode of the Deadass Podcast, I'd firstly like to thank our major sponsor, Country Tracker Caps, for the continued support of the podcast. You will find their merchandise at thecountrycompanies.com or if you'd like to design your own cap, head to countrytruckercaps.com. Knuckles has fired up a discount code for the pallbearers. Type in Deadass at the checkout to receive your discount. That is D-E-A-D-A-S-S. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Dead Ass Podcast. Alrighty, so here we go, mate. So we're all good to go. <clears throat> How you feeling, all right? Feeling all good? Nerves, of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alrighty, well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dead Ass Podcast. I'm your host, Brizey. Today, uh, I have a guest come in who reached out to me um, and wanted to share one of his stories, uh, a journey that he had to endure. Um, quite a journey from from what we've heard. Um, very life changing, and uh, so today we have Matthew Hill, or known to his mates as Hilly. So thanks for coming in, mate. Sweet, thank you very much. Hey, <laughs> hey. it's good to be here. No, you're welcome, dude. Look, so you have got a quite a uh, crazy and life changing, enduring uh, story to tell. It's been so, a long road for sure. Long road. How <laughs> yeah. long has it been so far, mate, this um, journey? So I had the accident start with in 2018, so yeah, it's so coming up five years. Five years, so, wow. Yeah. So to, so to run through with people, so basically what we do here is we give an opportunity to people to share some stories and memories of their life, yep. uh, some good, some bad, some traumatic, some life-changing, and that's what some of these are today. So, mate, leading up to your accident, what was your – what what go through with me uh, some of the things that you are involved with and and leading up to that moment had you 
had something similar happen to you before with accidents or something like that. So run us through a little bit of that as well. Sorry. Yeah. So at the time when I had the accident, I was 19. Yeah. Um, I'd only just freshly really started my apprenticeship. Sure. I'm electrician by trade. Um, yeah. So you left, so you, you, how old were you when you started your apprenticeship? 19. Uh, so no, when I started, I was 17. It was the start of 2017. So, so straight yeah. out of high school, yep. straight into doing an apprenticeship. You started yep. your apprenticeship. You're going through that. Yeah. You're going through that and then, yep. and then this happens. Yeah. So originally before I went through this particular accident, I had actually had two before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, in primary school, not primary school, sorry, high school in year nine, yep. um, I fell off my bike again okay. and at the time broke my jaw. That oh, was damn. bad enough as it is. You can yeah. imagine eating particular stuff in a form that you can actually eat it when you get a broken yeah. jaw. What did you have to do? Like eat it through a straw or something? Or was it just sort of yeah. like a case of like really soft, mashy? Yeah, really soft, mashy. It threw a straw in some situations, but After. you'll probably laugh at this particular one. Yeah. So I remember my mum. My mum had cooked casserole this yeah, night. Yeah, okay. And it was just a beef casserole. So yeah. there's, she's minced it up and whatnot, put it in a bowl. Yeah. What's beef casserole in a bowl look like to you? It looks like shit. It, <laughs> yep, it literally looked like shit. And I definitely told her that. Yeah, did it, <laughs> did did it, it taste like, like shit or did it taste like a casserole? It tasted good, <laughs> it but tasted I was good. like, yeah. I'm not eating this. <laughs> I cannot bring myself to this. Mm. Well, but, so after, so is there anything that you could stomach that was nice to to eat or drink? Well, you I didn't more really like have too much. It was yeah. just. How long did you have to do that for? Oh, a couple of weeks until yeah. I could, like, it fixed itself, but just couldn't yeah. exactly go and chew hard stuff. So now you can't have, you can't look back on smoothie casseroles anymore. <laughs> and think, nah, I really feel, I'm craving shit in the bowl. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but, yeah, so once I went through that, I mm-hmm. got over that and and was it had so that you had the, So you had the broken jaw. Yeah. Did you sustain any other injuries as well as a part of the, not the broken a, jaw? Not in that instance, really. It was but just to break your jaw, a, you would have still copped a fair bit of a grunt to the face and to the head. I went with Superman over the bars. True. And, and that's what it was the cause of. You yeah. Were and hit the bitumen, actually. No, this was just riding to school. Riding to school. So yeah. it was just going to school. All my accidents, apart from one particular time, yeah. has just been silly things. So what, so what, what did you hit going to school? Can you remember? The bitchman. The, the bitchman. Like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, like, did yeah. you, uh, did you, did you hit like a, a rut in the road or something? No, nah, I was just at the time young again, trying to young silly things. Yeah, pushing around the corners and it had been raining. It was a bit dewy as such. Sure. And on slippery concrete, front just slipped out slipped and I hit the ground. Yeah. But then Alan was up here this day actually. Yeah. Okay. I think sure. he helped me down. Yeah. Um. I so this was my first year of my apprenticeship actually. Oh, okay, yeah. Believe wow. it or not. Um I was up racing mountain bikes. Yeah. With the mountain bike club at the time. Sure. And then I was on my second stage of this particular race and on the way down, um I can't remember exactly how it happened, but Long story short, I come off the bike, put my arm out to reach for something to yeah, okay. stop the fall. Sure. And then I, um, yeah, 
I broke my elbow and Shit. then struggled with my elbow for the next 12 months because I had a titanium plate mm-hmm. that went from my elbow to three quarters of the way down for the, my forearm. For the people who are listening, the length of his scar on his elbow is probably a good 15, 20 centimetres long. Yeah. It's huge. Decent. <laughs> yeah. Did you, and did, um, did you have complications after the surgery with getting that plate in? Was there, um, was there a bit of um, physiotherapy and, yeah, and having to re- yeah. try and recover from that and stuff? It was just trying to actually get the movement back in my arm. Like I sure. had no movement. It was painful. Mm. It was everything like that. And like after 12 months, I got to a point where I was okay with it, but it just couldn't straighten. And yeah, sure. At the time, I loved my mountain bikes. Yeah. <laughs> and I riding the mountain bikes, I wasn't really enjoying it because, believe it or not, as you're going down the hill, your arms are bouncing around, your arms are trying to straighten. Yeah, so of the course. titanium plate is hitting on the top bone. Yeah. Uh, it didn't feel great. So did you have you still got it in there now? No, uh, they took it out. They took it out. Was it what was going on with it? It was it was moving or it was No, it was just in that like it was in a it, shit the spot. bone the bone got to the point where it was ready to come out. Ah, uh, okay, so sure. They took it out and when they took it out, like within a couple of weeks, like I'd had no pain anymore and sure. I was like, I'm okay. going to try riding the mountain bikes again. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and then I got myself back on the bikes. Absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. And How long were you? I, yeah. Sorry. No, you can go on. You're <laughs> then right. I, then I bought a new bike. Oh, you bought and, a new one. Okay. And yeah. I got into it and got into it properly and whatnot. And I had probably two, three months worth of riding the bike four or five times a week. Like I was fully into it. Yeah, My Saturday yeah, morning would be going for like a... 20, 25 kilometer ride up mountain bike tracks. Oh, but cool. yeah, got into it properly and come, so had no issues with anything there. Started getting good on the bike, if I say myself. Yeah, yeah. But um, then just this one afternoon, like I'd been at TAFE again for my electrical apprenticeship sure. at the time. And it was my first day back at work after being at TAFE. Mm-hmm. And then from that point, I, so what happened is I was on the way home from work. I was like, it was my first day back at work. I was tired yep. after my first day. And then on the way home, I was texting the missus at the time and she was just going for a walk up Frenchville Road. So I figured I'll just hop on the bike and I'll ride around yep. there. Like I don't really a hundred percent feel like going up out by Craxis Yeah. And then from that point I decided, yeah, I'll do that. And went up there, mucking around as young kids do. Sure. Jumping around off the side of the road. And yep. I've got photos of there of the situation. I'll show you later. Yeah, but, right. Um yeah, so just this little downward slope off the side of the road. It was probably a gap from me to your way. Yeah, sure. It was just a little drop off about half a meter high. Yeah. And then there was a downward slope on the other side of it. Yeah. Apparently according like she was there at the time and according to her I was swearing midair. Oh, okay. I jumped like I jumped off it. I was doing like so actually story. I did it twice. Yeah. First time I mustn't have landed it properly or something like that. I have no memory of the situation. Yeah, sure. But um so jumped off it then I went back up the hill to do it again. The second time I was going like nearly 10Ks an hour faster. Uh, okay, sure. Lovely Garmin GPS. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so 
got to the top of the hill and went a bit faster than apparently in the middle of air something went wrong and I just cut cut wheeled down the hill. Oh, okay. Smashed my face directly on the rocks. I had a helmet on and everything, believe it or not. Did the helm was it more front impact as opposed to the top? You can see just here I've got a scar yeah, on my eye. Along your eyelid there. I cut from my um eyebrow down into my eyelid. Wow. I also put my tooth through the top lip. And did well. you also sustain an injury up here as well? That's that's another, related yeah, thing. That, that's oh, the shit. <laughs> yeah. So you so that was the initial impact, that part there mainly on the side of the face there. So what happened is I suffered two bleeds. So yeah, when okay. I say there's two bleeds, you've got a fluid that circulates your head. Mm-hmm. They call it a cranium fluid of some type. Mm-hmm. It's CFS fluid. Yeah. And a so that circulates your head at a certain flow rate per hour. Mm-hmm. And from that point, because I had bleeds in the brain. Mm-hmm. It, it had bleeds into tracks where that's supposed to circulate. Okay. So when you were, just to hold it there for a second, yeah. when you, do you remember anything from that crash? So the, w- as soon as you, you cartwheeled and you went face first and then from that point, do you remember anything? I was knocked out straight away. Straight away. Yep. And before, before we go into it, ha- when was the first time that you regained consciousness that you remember? What was the first thing? So this happened on the 27th of November. Yep. I don't remember till after Christmas and it's very patchy. And that was the 27th of November was when you had the crash and you're looking at Christmas. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. I so what, what so yeah, so that so that that gives people yeah. a bit of a perspective. So yeah. it so the the ha- what happened was you you've had your crash and then this is you've is a result has been a brain bleed. Now. Yep. You were unresponsive at the scene. Yep. The girlfriend has given has called the ambulance. Is she it? called my family actually and yep, sure. there was other people there who, again, family friends. Sure, yeah. They or the other and other people as well. It's Frenchville mm-hmm. Road. There's plenty of people up there. Yeah. So someone called the ambulance. The ambulance got there and whatnot. And mm-hmm. yeah, I. So I'm taking. And you're unresponsive the whole time. Yep. They've tr- apparently trans- I was shaking. Oh, apparently. You, one of my arm was shaking. So. Probably, you're probably yeah. it's severe brain damage, mate. Mm. I mean. Yeah, you know, I just got, people getting knocked out all the time. You see them go yeah. stiff or go; they have a fit. Definitely, um, it's a good possibility that's what was happening. Yeah. Um, did um, were your fam? Did your family end up coming to the scene, or did they meet you up at the hospital? Um, I do you, believe mum and dad did come to the scene. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. My brothers may have. Mm-hmm. I'm unsure, but um, yeah. So my so we. Went from the so ambulance come to the scene and whatnot. Yep. And long story short, so that family friend took my bike back to their house. They sure. lived just around yep. up the road. Yep. And um, we went straight from there to the hospital. Yep. I was in the, I don't know which ward it was in particular, mm-hmm. but in the hospital and they obviously unconscious. They made the call and by 2.30 the next morning I was on a plane Going to Brisbane. Is it a, like the Royal Flying Doctors plane yeah, or something? Yeah, Royal Flying Doctors. I yeah. went. They so there was originally. I was supposed to be going to a different hospital, but I ended up going to the Peter Alexander yeah. in Brisbane. Um, did um, did your family? So obviously, when they're at the Rockingham Hospital, yep. they've they've determined that something seriously going on here. Did they? Yeah. They already know what was wrong with you at that point, or was it because they didn't know what was wrong with you? That's why they sent you to Brisbane, or is it purely because of the severity of the case? Did they uh, mention anything that to you, or did um, they say any of that stuff to your family? It 
may have come up over the past few years, but mm. it's been a long time since then. Yeah, but, yeah of course, um, yeah. But obviously, yeah, it's either likely. either way. That's why yeah. you've been transferred down there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, but yeah, in the long run, like I went to Brisbane and by like I was in Brisbane, family flew down the next morning, mm-hmm. and, and you're still unconscious by yep. all this from what their recollection. Yep. yep. And then after getting there, I was in ICU. I'm sure. I was in ICU for eight or nine days wow. in a coma. Shit. So that was induced in the long run. Sure. But in induced coma and in the long run and for eight or nine days, at the end of it, apparently they were waking me every four hours. Sure. To be able to see if there's any changes. Oh, or okay. Like yeah, that. yeah. So yeah, what, like cognitive function yeah. or whatever? Yeah, okay. And from that point, I went into what they call, it was a 2C ward. Okay. So it's still a critical care ward. Yep. But again, I was conscious in that point. Mm-hmm. So, but I'd gone into two. Um, I'd had while I was in Brisbane, I had three serious brain surgeries. Wow. Um. So you mentioned before just that yeah. scar just there. Yeah. Um. So both sides of my head just mm-hmm. there. I've yep. got. At the time, it would have been a 20 mil hole drilled Shit. in either side to relieve the pressure, pressure. that was yeah. built up. Um, so they drilled both holes and cleaned it out and whatnot, yeah. sewed it back up. Then it was a week or two later, they got in and opened this side up again. Yeah, sure. Because it was swelling. Le- it was leaking. leaking. Okay. It was actually leaking that fluid Cranial out fluid, yeah. through the um, scar. So shit. Yeah. And then, so that was in the long run, like there's a lot of stuff other than this that's happened in the meantime, like during this, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, keep going through here. what's happening at that point. Yeah. I mean, I would like to know what your family was experiencing through that moment too, mate. Like for me, if it was my son, I would be fucking shitting my pants. Like I would, I would yeah. be concerned for the well-being of my child i'd be scared that it, that I, I i would man i would be a fucking mess i could i don't even know how i'd keep it together yeah i don't know i look i'm sure your parents are very strong people and i'm sure Definitely. That, yeah and and I'm, I'm sure there was probably a lot of praying and a lot of um a lot of hoping for the best mm. um but did they come straight down as well from what yeah you know, remember um, what they told it you it was difficult for mum and dad because Mum and dad run their own business. Sure. Dad's been a plumber for a long time now. He's run the business for over 20 years. Yeah, sure. And mum's um, just run the admin side of it and whatnot and mm-hmm. trying to run that business while I was in hospital. Mate, my hat goes off to him. I don't know yeah. how they could do that, mate. Honestly, that mm. the strength that they're showing, obviously keeping going through, yeah. knowing that their son is obviously going through what he's going through yeah. and trying to obviously uh, keep running the business. and Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can only imagine. All while having people work for you as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, whatnot, definitely. So. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta yeah. keep the, you gotta keep the doors open. You yep. got other people that are reliant on you as well. Yeah, good point there. Mm. So yeah, in I know Mum physically. Even I was just talking to her this morning about it. Sure. Actually, yeah. She said we didn't know what, you, what's how we were going to get you back. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. The state I have come back in myself. Yeah. The doctor put it down to being, well, the specialist actually sure. put it down to being part of the ten percent. Wow, okay. there was it was either thirty five or forty five percent of people yep. who, after such injury, yep, are bedridden for the rest wow. of their life okay. and needing compl- like full constant care. care. Wow, so, 
I've, so you can imagine like you can imagine your mum and dad yeah. being told that news because yep. they, they, you were still you were still unresponsive or unconscious at that point. Yeah, you, you had to know, and you and you yeah. and no, they weren't to know what was going on. And the doctors can only give them some statistics of what's going like statistics of what was going on. Yeah, yeah. I, like I woke up and I couldn't exactly like do I you had to learn, learn everything. Yeah. So. Did you, so when you, what's the first? Do you, can you remember the first thing that you? Can you remember something? What was the first thing that you remember after it? Do you remember anything after that? Like anything? Um, what was I your first recollection the, of something? Well, the only thing I really remember to start with was when I was in the brain injury mm-hmm. ward in Brisbane, which is what they call Biru. Okay. Um, so I just remember sitting in my room, in my bed, and it was mum or dad was coming down the hallway because obviously they were flying to yeah. and from Rocky and whatnot all the yeah. time trying to run the business and everything else like that. And just remember them coming down the hallway and at the time, put it simply, I was a bit of a vegetable. <laughs> so yeah, right, far out. I was like, yeah, I was so excited, so happy and whatnot that my family was there. Did, and so now, obviously injuring your brain in such a state, there is going to be repercussions of what was to come. Now, what? Uh, so that first point, did you have? Now, did when you've come out of it, did you have function in your uh, arms and legs and stuff? Yeah. So, um, I in the ward down there, Barry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They. So what I had was a physiotherapist. I had an occupational therapist, and also had a speech pathologist. Okay. Yeah. So the physiotherapy, they literally taught me how to walk again. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Speech pathologist, again, was learning everything about so, talking, writing. Everything. So essentially you had the ability to do it, but you needed to learn to do it again. The way they put it down to is the point that the memory, like I have, mm-hmm. the only thing I've come out of this with is a bit of, I struggle a little bit with short-term memory. Okay, sure. And the way they put it down is your long-term memories are still in your brain. Mm-hmm. You've lost the track to them okay sure so all it is is just recreating the mem like the paths to get to those memories did they say that you'll always that you'll always lose that track or does it is it a track that you can regain as well never really put down to it exactly but i yeah it's something i can regain so okay i've seen that like i've and have you picked even nowadays do you think do you just do you come across things like oh hang on a minute yeah, I do I'm remember like, this. Or I, I know you know, this, like, but I don't exactly remember how to do, do it, it perfectly. Yeah, 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 sure. It's like I've seen this before. It's like, you know how you have those moments where you're like, I know this, I know oh, yeah. this. And, yeah, you're yeah. Like, and oh. it's ticking on you and you're like, yeah. why do I know this? How do I know this? Yeah, I have them more often than yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough, yeah. But that's yeah. that's great. So how long how long did you spend down in Brisbane I didn't, on that point? Yeah, so administered on the, well, at the time, it would have been the 28th of August or 28th of November, November sorry. Yep. Um, I didn't leave until the 23rd of January. So wow. I was in Brisbane for two months. Two and months. And if it wasn't for like the support of everyone back home, like mm-hmm. the Mountain Bike Club themselves, they ran a fundraiser. And, and what's the name of that Mountain Bike Club? Um, Rockhampton Mountain Bike Club. It's Rockhampton Mountain yeah. Bike Club. Well, shout out to them for, yeah, for that absolutely. support. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and at the time, I know there was a lot of other people involved, but Dan Whitten was the president at the time and yep. he was having chats with mum and dad all the time yeah, right. and whatnot. So yep. it was 
phenomenal what they did to me and like it was a big fundraiser day they had up there and everything that was just come ride the tracks and oh the wow story cool just to whatnot. Yeah. get some money out there to yeah. help with the with everything that was going on absolutely so. oh that's cool mate and mm. um and just obviously constant support from your family and yeah. friends and whatnot as well mm. yeah so it was so it was late january that you actually got out and did you just come back up home or was it you had to come back up to hospital up in rocky um i came back to home but mm-hmm. it was the point of i still have I was still in the – I was still technically administered to the geriatric ward okay, up at sure. the base. Yep. And there was, it was go and see them once once a week or every two weeks or something like that. And they yep. just run through. Again, it was And like then what did they do? Yeah, they put you on a program that you had to do? Yeah. What yeah. were some of the things you had to do when you got home? Um, well, I'm – because I had to learn to walk again and whatnot, I, I struggle with it to this day. Sure. Like – you can see the strapping tape marks around my ankle right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that from? Um, well, because I got out of the bikes. <laughs> yeah. Because it scares me a little, I'm not going to lie. Oh, look, I would probably, oh, you know what, mate? I'd probably put down the fucking bikes too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so from that point on, I kind of took up running. And ah, okay, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's probably the best way to learn, isn't it? Get out and run. Yeah, definitely. And it gave me a way to test myself and ex- sure. whatnot and go on and and just strive for something yeah, to get cool. better at something. And yeah. like I got to the stage where I'd start, I'm struggling to run a 5K and mm-hmm. started last year. I ran a marathon to the beach on True New Year's shit. Day. So, really? Yeah. Congratulations. It was not easy at all. No, but that's a, that's in the space of a couple of years, mate, considering yeah. that you had such a traumatic injury. I've, ever and since then, then I kind of just... That's a credit, that, so, yeah. But yeah. that's a credit in itself. Hey, look, you can tick that off the list, mate. That's yeah. a, that's something that not not many not many people do. Absolutely. So that's a hard yeah. thing to do. So yeah. you know, that's a credit to yourself, mate. Mm. Sure. And but, uh, I, I guess you just did, what did you do? A lot of training, a lot of perseverance. Yeah. And plus, you know, you were you were you were at a disadvantage to start with as well. I well say a disadvantage, but well, when I say disadvantage, you were at you were. You had to start further back oh, than the yeah, others. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like it was a it was hard to get to that point. Like Of course, yeah. It was like the people I had around me got me into it and whatnot. I'm sure. Yeah. And I I still run to this day. I still go running every week and whatnot, but I really only just take my dog running now. So. Yeah, it's a cool best person to tell, best yeah. best companion to take with you exactly. anyway, hey. And she complains if I don't take her on. <laughs> what type of dog is she? Border Collie. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. Crazy Cause... thing. <laughs> yeah. Got a soft spot for them. Yeah. I got a soft spot for dogs in general. <laughs> um, yeah. So so you actually persevered and you did a marathon. Good on you, mate. Was there any other, any other, what were some of the other things you had to do after you left the hospital and got back home? Yeah. So get just even like getting back to work was mm-hmm. a very okay, difficult thing. Like I had to get sign off to get back to work. It was a yep. thing of, so it was sign off from here, from the hospital in Rocky sure. being signed out of there and have the sign off to go back to work that I'm in a fit and ready state. Sure. And then it was also sign off from Brisbane hospital mm-hmm. and the special, like the specialist down there. And it was another thing of like where I was working at the time, they got a, I was a return to work specialist. I forget his particular job role name, but they got him involved in it. It yeah. helped a lot. Okay. I have to say that. Um, but to get back to work, it was sign off from here, sign off from that. And then they did a thing 
it was very – I actually – hats off to them for doing it because I wouldn't handle it any other way. Yeah, sure. Um, To start – they called it a graduated return to work. Okay, So yep. at the start of it, I was just going two days a week for four hours and every time I – um, so – Every time I went to work and I had a successful week as such sure. and I had no issue, we then bumped it up to say it was two hours more for two days more the next yeah. week. So Okay, yeah, yeah. so like compounding. Yeah. yeah, so a compounding week basically, exactly, yeah. yeah. So um, and what? Uh, how long was it like from the, the time you had your accident to when you actually got back to full-time work? How long was that? Um, roughly? I... It would have been eight or nine months. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time. Like, yeah. by the time actually, because it was eight or nine weeks doing this graduate yeah. Did you find work. that you had a lot of muscle wastage and stuff like that? Did you lose a lot of weight and whatnot after from, from yeah. the accident? And then you had to rebuild a bit of strength. Did you yeah. do a bit of resistance training and stuff like that to sort of well, get your muscles back into shape as well? And Yeah, the running kind of helped with helped that. With but yeah. the running only really helped with my lower yeah. body, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course, yeah. But... That was another side of things. Like I struggle with so much stuff in this, and because like I got into the bike so so hard to start with mm-hmm. and whatnot, I'd lost a tremendous amount of weight to start with. I sure. got everything going. I had had the biceps going, had the six pack <laughs> going, everything like yeah. that. And yeah. then I went from being so active mm-hmm. so often to be able to go to nothing. Sure. And I lost everything. I just, yeah, I struggled with things and my, I became so frail. Yeah. Like yeah. even my skin color was, had gone from being colorful yeah. to white. It was all yeah. white and pasty and it was, wasn't real nice at all. Like that's, you know, we've been talking about the physical side of things. Yeah. What about the mental side of things, mate? Because there's a lot of, Oh, there's a lot of things that I would assume that take place. One is obviously the fact that it all happened and that can take a toll on yourself yeah. mentally as well. But then also too, you know, there's probably, is there, was there aspects that uh, affected you? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Emotionally as well, from the brain injury as well, did you come out more of an empathetic, less empathetic? Did you... But did your mood change? Did your outlook on life? What what can you explain to me some of the things that you felt? Yeah, I've definitely changed since yeah. before that, but as well. It would partially be because of that, but it would also partially be, be because well, at the time I was nineteen. Sure. I've, yeah. I've You're still growing up. up. You, I've you're grown mature. up since then. Yeah. And that's something that the hospital the specialist said will help me. Being so young means I have neuroplasticity. Yeah, sure. Which will help me regain all mm. those Things that I've lost as such. Yeah. I look. I truly yeah. believe that. Like I think the frontal lobe doesn't mature until like twenty five or something. Anyway, yeah. so I'm still not mature. I <laughs> say <laughs> so you're still maturing. Yeah. Um, no, like uh, when I say that, sorry. Like I even I remember. Like I was. Oh, look, I'm still partly mature now. Anyway, but I'm in my <laughs> mid thirties. But yeah. <laughs> um, but. No, I remember not feeling actually like I was a bit more mature until I was into my mid late twenties. Anyway, yeah. Um, but uh, so coming out of that mentally, did you? You know, did it? Did it obviously, did it get? It would have got you down and stuff like that. And you probably would have questioned, you know, if yeah. I all these things like, yeah, what if I'd done this or done that and you know, that sort of bullshit. You know, yeah. Does, so did you were going through all those emotions too, mate? Absolutely. Like I was, I myself, I'm a very dedicated person to something. When I Dad always says this, mm-hmm. and he'll probably listen to this and say this exactly right. Yeah. But once I start something, I like to finish it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, from from the, from talking about your marathon that you did, I yeah. believe that 100%. <laughs> yeah. So once I start something, I like to finish it. And it was so hard. Like I'd, for example, I started my apprenticeship and before – like I'd had the accident and whatnot. And yeah. I was extremely lucky they did what they did. Mm-hmm. They put my apprenticeship in suspend as such. Okay, sure. So it gave me the opportunity to come back at a later time. And, and continue on with it. Yeah. I'd have to start again. Yeah. That's lucky. Absolutely. And yeah. they, so if it wasn't for that mindset yep. and my determination to be able to get it done, I don't reckon I would have finished my apprenticeship. Yeah, of course. Like I've done a dual trade. It's not just electrical. Mm-hmm. It's also instrumentation as well. Sure. So I've technically been to TAFE for twice as long as you normally would yeah, go to. Yeah, of course, yep. And, yeah, it's not hard, not easy at all. And, like, I – Dad made the joke because Dad runs a plumbing business. Yeah, okay. And Dad made the joke when I – before I went back to work, he's like – just think, if you struggle being an electrician, you can always come and be a um, plumber and shovel some <laughs> shit for us. Well, you always got something to fall back on, mate. So there's nothing wrong with that. At least you know you got that job security. If yeah, you need exactly. It. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, <laughs> but like, of course, there's other things I struggle with. Like, mm-hmm. it's you struggle. Like, I like to get things done, and I always mm. used to be. I still am. People will say they look at stuff I've built and stuff I do. Like I'm a real hands-on person. Yeah, sure. And they look at stuff I do and they think you're such a, a perfectionist. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, they're not wrong. Yeah, that's all right. But 
I've got to the stage where it's developed me to be able to, like, there's times when you can be a perfectionist. Yeah. And then there's times when you can't be. Yeah, yeah, of course. Work, there's times when you got to just get the work done because yeah. they're relying on you. Yeah. And there's times when you can definitely get into it and pay a bit more attention to the finished product looking great. Yeah. Did you, so, you know, like in saying that, like now that you are five years post yeah. injury. Yep. Um, what, you know, how is your cognitive function now? It's like with your hands and all that sort of stuff. Is it a lot better now? Like it's, it, do they say, do they say you ever get back to a hundred percent or is it more like, yeah, you, you'd be like 90%, you know, or. Um, I can see the differences. Yeah. I've. I actually think looking at it, it's the good part is that I can actually see the differences. If I couldn't see the differences, then there's something definitely wrong there. Yeah, sure. But um, like I was saying before, I can see my memory's not as good as it used to be and I struggle to, like, I carry a notebook around everywhere. <laughs> no, look, that's not a bad thing yeah. either, mate. Like, I don't know what I don't know what person would class. I don't know how you define someone as having a good memory anyway, uh, unless it's like one of those sort yeah. of like picture memories, or whatever they call it. But uh, believe like, it or not, I used to have one of them. Did you? <laughs> yeah, no well, longer. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I like I, I have to carry a notebook around because yeah. I forget shit. And but yeah. also too, as you get older, you get busier. You got more things coming in. Exactly. So generally, you can only you only put so much bandwidth into your head before it gets full anyway. Yeah. So what so what do you do these days to keep yourself active and busy? You said that you're running. Do you still do you stop that too, have you? Um I wouldn't say I've stopped it. I'm just, just not as I'm more casual. It, yeah, because of my like I've struggled with my legs still. Sure. It's it's an ongoing. Is it both of them or is it one particular one? One particular one. I don't know whether like looking back at my shoes from mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I had my accident mm-hmm. versus now. My shoes before the accident show the same signs. Oh, okay. So maybe so it was something It was prior. something's carried over, but it's just worse now. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah. And I, so my stride isn't great on my feet and it causes me to lock up my right ankle and I don't have ankle flexibility sure. and then. Was, yeah. um, was it one side of the brain that was particularly injured because of yeah. the impact? Yeah. Did it and affected the other side of the body? Yeah. I, I'll quickly grab something and show it to you. You're right. No, you're right. You're going to get me show me some photos, are you? Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. So uh, Hilly brought his uh, phone with us and um, on his phone he's got uh, some of the photos from his injury. Uh, so what we're going to do as well, we will um, we'll actually put some of those – I'll actually attach some of those photos to yep. some of the reels that we made. Yep. Uh, that I'll get me mate Nico to do. Uh, so this is some of the photos, is it? Yeah, so if we look here, this is the... So um, So this, I have, how I was saying about the holes that yeah, I've got sure. in the front of my head. Yeah. So see at the front there. So this is a scan of his brain. Yep. This wasn't actually until I got this on the day before or two days before or something. I left Brisbane Hospital. Yeah. See on the right side there at the top how it's like darker. Darkened. Yeah. So we're talking the the front right of his brain looking at it from from a a bird's eye view looking down at his brain. Um, the, The right hand side at the front is very dark. Yeah. That's actually better than what it was. So that's better than what it was. So that's that's the main impact of the if injury. If you're right looking there. at that, yeah, you, it's dark because the fact that was a cavity. 
So ah, okay, it actually pushed my push. head across Did to it the really? left hand side. Yep. Okay, so that's a void. Yep. Wow, and okay. See at the back. Ah, yeah, okay. I see. And that, that thing at the back there. That's, that's like a, a cannula. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> there's that's a true. hole drilled there's in my skull. Yeah, and then the tube goes down the outside of my neck mm-hmm. and down my rib cage into the top of my stomach. Wow. And that's what drains the fluid from before the blockage. Yeah, wow. Okay. But we'll, we'll post that. We'll post that up on the social media as well and I'll probably attach it into yeah. one of those videos. So yep. I'll get you to send us that photo yeah. after you're finished. I'll do that. Yeah, that'd be good just so that uh, people can see what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's that's pretty invasive, mate, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, seeing that stuff, that's crazy. Um, what did you – did you did, – did you have any nerve damage or anything like that from all that sort of stuff? Do you have like nerve – any, anything with the like um, tingles or anything from because it's all a part, it's all connected. I mean, I no, don't really, really feel know. anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I I smack my head. Of course, I can, I can feel it still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel great, yeah. but I can still feel it. So. Wow, that's uh, that's crazy, mate. Yeah, seeing that stuff. And it, so, what do you, so um, is that cavity that that area that we're talking about? Mm. Did the did it actually fill back up? Is that what – did it move back over or has it stayed in the same spot or did that – you don't well, know, not that sure. there yeah. is – as I was saying, that's before – like two like two days before I left Brisbane Hospital. Um, okay, sure. I had – so this sort of goes back a little bit, sorry, to yeah. the um, third surgery I had. Okay. So after the second surgery, I had another scan mm-hmm. and I still had th- – Fluid build up in my head. Was it purely to relieve that fluid? Was yeah, it, is that what it was? Yeah. The surgery was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was to relieve the pressure that's sure. built in your head because yep, you're not okay. supposed to have any. No, no, no. And, yeah. So yeah, when they they by that point I had started to regain some sort of consciousness. Sure. And I knew what was going on. I wasn't just a. I didn't know exactly, of course, but yeah. I I knew I was myself. Yeah. Sure. Like. Everything still felt like a dream to myself, but yep. it was getting better. And at that point, my family had signed the surgery forms and whatnot for the two previous surgeries. Yeah. But uh, it's – so at this time, I didn't know where I was. I didn't yep. know what was going on. Yeah. So your family were acting as, an, yeah. as the – And like at this time, I – the doctors came and they – said to my, like myself and my family, we're going to have to do mm-hmm. this next surgery to relieve that pressure. And because I was in a somewhat good state, sure, they made me sign the paperwork. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair and enough. Yeah, so that was extremely hard for me to come to the stage to be able to be ready yeah. to sign that paperwork because I was signing paperwork where they're physically drilling into my brain. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's not, not that'd be, that'd be really scary, mate. Absolutely. Knowing that, that yeah. that's what that has to be done. Yeah. I'd be I would be petrified, mate, that, that yeah. That something such invasive was going to be happening mm. to my head. Like I could I would have been shitting myself. Yeah. And this actually joins to that one. So Yeah. So that one so the first one was the scan of the yeah. brain from the top. I'll from the, show you this one. From the point. So that Oh, so that's the scar. That's the scar where they actually accessed the back of my head. So for the people who are listening, Hilly's showing me a photo, the back of his head where they've shaved and they've essentially made like like an upside down U uh, shape 
mark, uh, incision there where they would have obviously opened up and went into the back of the skull there. Um, yeah, that's very that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, at least ten stitches there. Uh, staples, I would say they'd be staples. Yeah. They wouldn't have been sutures. I believe they were. Yeah, they were actually the they was in. I believe internal, they did stitches, internal stitches and then, and then staples. staples. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, that's crazy, mate. It's uh, it's amazing how. Well, you know, coming, coming, well, coming in, meeting you for the first time today, I would never have thought that you had such a traumatic injury. Looking at me, you now you can't see no, it, but no. if you know me, like I, this is sort of links back to what you were saying before as well, like things I struggle with now. Mm-hmm. People who sometimes I believe people who knew me before, sure, yeah, and now haven't had much to do with me since. Mm-hmm. They look at me and think, righto, he's been through that. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be what he used to be. He's mm-hmm. not going to be able to do this. And that uh, they've lost trust in me as the sure. simplest way okay. to put it. And that makes it extremely difficult to get through stuff. And, again, okay. it just links you back to being dedicated and making sure you put, yeah. Do you see yourself as two different people, mate, now? Or do you see Absolutely. yourself as a different person yeah. after that? Yeah, Absolutely. But do you see yourself better for it? Do you have an appreciation for the things yep. in life now, mate? You know that you've yep. come to that. You were literally knocking on death's door. Yeah. You're knocking on there and lucky no one answered. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, my best mate, I, I used to live next door to him. Um, yeah. He, so we've been friends since we were five. Yeah, sure. And he's done so much to help me. He really has. That's I good. wouldn't be the person I am now. It's good to have that support, mate. It really yeah. is. And at the end of the day, mate, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like you're going to get these people that think that you're a different person for, yeah. the, for a negative reason after an accident or something Absolutely. like that. But mate, that's a there's different there's different uh things change over life, you know. People change uh, for, for no other reasons. Mm. They just change. They just yep. mature and they get older. That's a, it's a moving on to the next stage of their Absolutely. life. Absolutely, friends do come and go. Yeah. Certain friends will be there for a certain part of your life, yep. and then as you go into the next part of life, there will be other people that you will meet yep. and that you'll adapt and, and make good friends with. Yeah. And then some of those people that are in that previous life of yours, per se, your younger area yeah. of your life, some of them, you know, they might not. Um, appreciate where you're going or what you're doing and stuff like that. And they're, and they're people that you don't need in your life. And I'm oh. not dis, I'm not dis, oh, you anyone, meet but up with them anyway. Dis- and they're still, they're all, they're all happy and whatnot. It's, oh, look, I'm yeah. just talking about that 1%, mate. Yeah, There's yeah, just absolutely. that one person that, um, you know, they're like, oh, you've changed. Yeah. You know, fucking blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> got, you know, there's, yeah. there's more things to worry about than that shit. Absolutely. You got, so. you got, you got to get busy living. Yep. You know, fuck and it. you yeah. say that. It's a good point. So I've changed to the point where everyone uses the analogy you've got to work like that. It is true to a point, but you Mm -hmm. also can't, you can't kill yourself working. No. Like I, I've changed my perspective on the point where like I've gone away, like stuff like that, just going on holidays, the simplest things Mm -hmm. like, Going away with mates and enjoying life and everything like mm-hmm. that, like it's something that a lot of people don't do. Like I've got to the point where you're enjoying I'm things in life. Enjoying now. things enjoy- in life. You you've 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 yeah. gone through even experienced a traumatic time in your life. Yep, a near death experience. What yep. some would say, 
Um, and coming out of it, a better person, a better appreciation for life and appreciating the downtime as well. Absolutely. Now, I'm not advocating people not to work and just go and live a holiday no. for the rest of their life. No, no. That's not the case at all. That's not it. No, but no. what we're saying is work hard yeah. and live hard. Absolutely. And live yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy what the time's to come. Yep. Um, and it does require you need to work for it. Yep. You have to. You definitely do. I absolutely but work my bum off. You can yeah, tell that's say that. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got you've to do those things. Yeah. Um, you know, and especially while you're younger too. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with people working their ass off. Yeah. You know, you know what that does? That compounds itself. That compounds so that later on in life, yep. you know, you only have to put a, you know, so many year investment into working your ass off and then yeah. it pays dividends in the long run. Yeah, exactly. You know, it'll give you the freedom to go and do some more yeah. traveling and enjoying yeah. life and all the bits and pieces. Yep. Because you sacrifice those years early and on. You build yeah. those foundations for something to come. Yeah. And now that that has come, you can enjoy those things. Yeah, exactly. And stuff like that. Like know? I went through so so much time there where I wasn't doing a lot. Mm-hmm. I've finally got to the point where I've, as you're saying, mm-hmm. built those foundations. Of course. And now yeah. taken adv- not advantage, but taken use of them. Of course, such. that's so, it. You're paying yeah. you're paying out your dividends. Exactly. You're getting your dividends. Yeah. Um, you know, look, my my wife and I, um, same thing. Yeah. Look. I understand. I understand. I understand completely mm. about um, being reminded of our own mortality. And mortality and life is precious, and very much so. That we have a limited amount of time to be able to do mm. things. But there's also a fine line between that time being constantly worried about having to pay your bills and constantly living in yeah. fear that you're not going to be able to make it to yeah. the next week, and yeah. uh, as opposed to working your ass off. Doing your bits and pieces, yeah. and then later on down the track, enjoying some of the fruits of your labor, yeah. so that you can enjoy those. There's times. many different ways to attack it. There really, of course, is. there is yeah, definitely. So. so, you know, there is that fine line between yeah. the two. My yeah. wife and I did the same thing. Mm. We sacrificed a lot of years in our earlier years, yeah. building the pathways for things mm. to do now, where yeah. I can sit down here and exactly. have this podcast and talk to people, exactly, because <laughs> I have the freedom to do it. I yeah. worked my ass off earlier on in the years, yeah. built myself up to a point where I have the ability to be able to do this. Yeah. Um, so you know, and that's that, that's a bit of proof in the pudding itself. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. you just got to set your foundations to start with and mm. go from there. Like, yeah, that's definitely. All it is. Yeah, and uh, and then just have appreciation for that stuff. Mm. Um, like so, you know, so you obviously have an appreciation for it now. Um, and do you have any aspirations or things that you want to do at the moment? What are, what are you looking down the future now for, for yourself? Well, right? I've – with my work, mm-hmm. I love to continually challenge myself. Sure. And I love learning. Yeah. I, like I finished school with – I'd got a real – like at the time it was still the OP system. Yeah. And got a good OP. I got accepted in university and sure. whatnot. And I was going to do Bachelor of Engineering. Yeah. At the time, I was sick of sitting in a classroom, as sure. many people are. Yeah, mate, I was exactly the same. I couldn't, mate, I was terrible. Yeah. I was terrible. Uh, earlier on in years, I was fine. No yeah. problem. Loved it. Loved doing it. Hmm. As soon as I got to about 16, 17, grade 11, grade 12, yeah. you know, found cars and girls and party and all the other Partying shit that goes with it. Yeah, yeah, I know. And the last thing, you know, that, that, takes precedence over schooling yeah and uh the funny thing is is that i actually probably wouldn't change a single thing because um 
everything led up to where I am now and, exactly. and I'm grateful for everything that I have. Mm. You know, beautiful wife, beautiful kids. Yeah. Uh, great job, yeah. um, great businesses. Yeah. Um, so, you know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. In some so, ways. Yeah. <laughs> in like some ways. I'd, getting back to that, like at the point now in the future, I reckon I'm back at the stage where I could, like I don't want to be on the tools my whole life. Of course, yeah. And I want to get to the stage where either I'll do my diploma Mm-hmm. Or I'll go back and do engineering and sure. shift from being on the tools electrically yeah. to whether I'm being in an office job like a higher power as yeah, such sure. or being an engineer. Something yeah. along those. I'll see what happens, but mm-hmm. wherever it goes, that's where it goes. <laughs> so if you could take some things away from what you've told us today, our, if you could pass on some of your experiences that you've endured what would be some of the things that you could say? Like from, from the way that I can see it, it looks like um, mentally strong, have a, an idea of wanting to drive yep. and persevere through yep. the pain and everything that you're going through Yeah, to see the finish line come out a better person after it. Yeah. Anything else that you, you, that you can probably share, you know, because I'm sure there would have been times that you were doubting what was going on in your own mind too. Yeah, getting back to work was a very hard thing. Yeah. And I didn't even have a license when yeah. I got out of hospital. Like okay, just sure. the simplest things of getting my license back. Mm-hmm. It was like physically going and doing another test with the transport department. Yeah. And I had to have an occupational therapist in the car as well. Like really? There's different things like that that you don't see. Like what other if, people don't see. Yeah, and what about the simple things like just going to the toilet? Yeah, or going, I, or, yep. or having to. Yep, I had to learn all that again. Yeah, that's it was crazy. Everything again. It was it? not yeah. not easy at all. And it's crazy to think that you just don't appreciate some of the most simplest chores yeah. or some of the simplest things that you do during the day. Hey, yeah, yeah. it's it all's like even myself now. It all comes across as easy, mm-hmm. but for people who don't have that luxury of it being so easy. It's just one of the little tiny things in life that they yeah. would absolutely love to have, but they don't. Yeah. Like it, it's the kind of thing where you take, what's the particular word? You take advantage of being able to just do it. You think it's. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, yeah. You, you become complacent. Yeah, you don't exactly. understand that something as simple as wiping your own ass could be an absolute task for someone else. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't appreciate the fact that you can do that. Yeah. Mm. And then it's these, it's these incidences that reassure people that, yeah, that how lucky you do have some certain things because yeah. you know there is times in anyone's life where you can sit down and you know you can go why me, you know yeah. blah blah blah, <laughs> and then you got to go back and go you know what there's some other people that are doing it a lot harder than what I've got yep. going and on. You say that, and mm. that's exactly. Don't get me wrong. I've had moments like that. Of course, everyone like, does. Of course, I've had. It's a natural part like of that, life. So people go through those moments yeah. of doubt. Um, I, you know, look, I'm a, I do it to myself as well. Like there's it's other just, people. you know what it is, but mm. it's also having the ability to yeah. r- recognize mm. that some people do have it a lot worse than you do. Absolutely. You like, and, was, and then, but then also take that and use that as your fuel yeah. to appreciate life yep. and to, um, go out and do something for yourself. It gives you a reason to make things better. Of course it really it does. does. So, yeah. and so, you yeah. know, like five years on down the track now, you've got your license back. You're fully employed. 
I've got my I've got my um electrical trade. You got I've your got electrical trade, you got your license, you're I've, running, you've done a yep. marathon. Yep, I've got I've had a lot of stuff sorted and yep. believe it or not, I used to go riding with my dad a lot. Yeah. My dad said to me on the weekend, Do you think you can bring yourself to go on for a bike ride again? <laughs> what did you say? I was like, Maybe. And he he says the thing of do you reckon you can ride at the go to work Monday pace? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I like that one. That's a good analogy. Yeah he, yeah, he he always used to say that back then as well. And of course, being young, like I I love the thrill. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, going yeah, for the fast course. times and whatnot. So no, nah, good on you, mate. That's but like that's a motivational thing yeah. for it in itself. So you know, for the listeners there, you know, after going through that rehabbing to learn everything, at the end of the day, five years on down the track, we've got Hilly here that can, he's got his trade, he's got his license, he's got his aspirations for things that he wants to do in life. That in itself is a nice motivation for people. There's light at the end of the tunnel always. That's a good analogy, so, mate. I like mm, that one. Yeah. So, mate, um, thank you very much for coming on the show with us today. Now, I do have a nameplate for you. Normally we give them to you on the show. Now I haven't got it because I was running a bit late this morning. Yeah, but it's down there yep. in the uh, in the shed. Uh, so see on the see on the lid here. See how it says my story's been told to Dead Ass Podcast. So this here is actually a, this is actually a lid from a coffin. Oh wow! So okay. this is actually so instead of a coffee table, it's our coffin table. Yep. So we took some legs under a, from a bed uh, bedside tables and to convert it into a coffin. So this coffin desk. Uh, a coffin table. Yep. Um, has a nameplate on it. That nameplate is what's used for, for the coffins. Okay. So we uh, inscribe one for you, mate. I do have one for you. So Fancy. I'll give it to you after the episode. <laughs> so, and uh, the general run of those seems to be um, to put them on the bedhead. So if you do have a bedhead. have to end up there, won't it? <laughs> yeah. If you do, mate, send us a picture of it so I can put it on the socials. <laughs> Uh, now we normally do have a, uh, we do normally have a, oh, I normally have a shot of Don Julio. Did you want a shot of one of those, mate? Or you? Oh, we can give it a go anyway. You want to have a shot at it? I mean, I'm not the biggest shot person, but we'll we'll give it a go. You can give you a little one if you want. You don't have to. Sure, why not? Okay. (laughs) I've got water here. We'll be fine. Are you allowed to have it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Just checking. Believe it or not, that was something I couldn't do for two years as well. Have a drink. Yep. Oh, that's, yeah, but that makes sense though. Yeah. Yeah. It was that was that medically is it was it medically yeah. why you couldn't yeah I thought that'd be the case. medical reason it just no. would do, wouldn't give me the well I couldn't get be, back to where I was so, oh, of course yeah. I could imagine it would well in, in, inhibits people's cognitive yeah functions, exactly so I like to do that on a regular <laughs> <laughs> I do <laughs> now too <laughs> yeah did you here I'll swap you I'll give you that oh you, you sure yeah, yeah 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 I'll have the big one you have that one. <laughs> They're much the same anyway, really. Doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. I'm sure it'll go down. <laughs> <laughs> so cheers, mate. To good health. Let me know what you think. All right. It's not even bad. It's not bad. It's not even bad at all. Yeah, mate. <laughs> you look like you're dying. Uh, yeah, I am. That tastes like dog shit. <laughs> That's what I've been telling. The Don Julio dog shit. So there you go, mate. That's... Um, no, well, thank you very much for coming on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. I so uh, for Healy, Healy, um, he reached out to us, sent us a message, and told us his story. And I also want to just mention on this episode today that if there is people out there that have a story that they do want to tell, like Hilly, uh, to reach out to us, you know, reach out via Messenger, um, 
email. Our email is deadasspodcast01 at gmail.com. Follow us on the show, socials, the Deadass Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. Um, if you do have a story that you want to tell, feel free to send us through a message. If you have any questions or anything like that as well, feel free to do that as well. Do you have any questions, mate, about the funeral side of things? <laughs> Not at this no, moment. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but, yeah, so, um, yeah, please send us those messages if you want um, and we'll touch base and we might have you on the show. Um, yeah, so thanks to everyone uh, for the follows, the likes and the so and the and um, sharing the love. We love you all. Thanks again, Hilly, for coming on today, much. mate. No, I appreciate it. Um, and all the best for the future, mate, uh, your future endeavours, and I'm sure you're going to kick ass like you did at everything else there, We'll mate. try to anyway. Yeah, for sure. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Cheers, eh? Talk soon. Thank Cheers. You. Bye, mate. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.